The Rough Drafts Podcast is sponsored by Unicorn.com, the world's premier eSport betting site. Log on today to bet on all your favorite eSports titles at the simple click of a button. Choose your game, choose your team, earn Unicorns, and who knows, maybe you'll earn enough to enter to win any number of fabulous prizes, such as Logitech peripherals or CSGO skins in their marketplace. Unicorn.com. Log on today. Chase, redshirt King Wassenaar. I am a free agent, head coach, and analyst, and welcome to the last day of our Guess the Lions Rough Drafts group stage podcast series. We are talking about Group B today. It is Sunday's games. We are so excited. We're actually recording this during the AHQ INTZ game on Friday. Uh, we are really enjoying this whole H2K revival series. Uh, and we're enjoying the fact that China is is being China again. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm no? not. Are we not no. enjoying that? And by we, of course, I'm, I'm referring to my co-host, Walter Ciedi Svetchuk. Good. How are you I, doing, man? I'm, I'm not doing great if EDG doesn't make it out of this group. I bet on them to win it all. <laughs> oh, right. Sorry. I, 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 I forgot I'm supposed to EDG. care about your unicorns. I forgot about that for a second. Hold on. Hey, let me... I mean, it was only 500 unicorns, but the payoff would have been like 23,000. So. I mean... I understand. It's a good bet. That was nice value there. Um, I will say, Kelsey SKT wouldn't have been any worse. So yeah, it would have been much worse. It probably would have been like ten thousand unicorns, which now I kick myself in the shins. Happened. Look, never bet against Faker. And also, when Kelsey Moser tweets EDG is not getting out of groups, that's when you get concerned as a Chinese fan, because she would know what that looks like when EDG is collapsing in on itself. And the oh, body language and everything else. It's the, there are no good vibes coming from the EDG. I thought it was a counter jinx. Like, I thought it was I thought it was them counter jinxing themselves. Like, okay, there's no way like China China's looking bad. They're gonna do the same thing they did last year. Like <laughs> that's what I do to TSM. But she's not a degenerate gambler like myself. No, she actually speaks truthfully, so I, I think one of the things that separates us from other analysts is that we treat superstition like actual analysis. Which I think is an interesting way to do things. But yeah, Listen, on the other hand, the Cubs are in the playoffs again. I don't think they're winning the World Series. Like obviously. there's there's a there's a superstition like superstition exists for a reason, folks. It, let's like it let's does. be honest. And let's be honest here. If we did not record during the Rocks Tigers Albus Knox in a game, Albus Knox doesn't win that game, and exactly. we don't get treated to that amazing, uh, exactly. amazingly disappointing tiebreaker. But you know, we're not here to talk about those. We're talking about Group B. You can tell how excited we are to talk about Group B because of how many segues were going on before we even started. It's an interesting group. I, I have to say, I was a lot less excited about it after seeing, um, after doing Group D. Like Group D has so many fun storylines and so many interesting ways this can go. Group B, I kind of feel like it goes one of two ways, and I feel like we're gonna know within the first three games. Like, like once Cloud Nine plays Flash Wolves. We will know who is getting out of the group and who isn't. And uh, that's, probably. Um, uh, yeah, it just it, it makes things interesting. I, I will say this. Um, 
from a gambler's perspective, these games get a lot more interesting because there's a lot of, you know, how you feel about teams determines where people put their value on them. And this leads to our, you know, to Aime versus Flash Wolves. It is the classic Chase versus Walter argument. At least it's been a classic so far this world's. I'm, I'm, How do we treat Flash huh? Wolves heading into week oh, two? I don't because trust them. You don't trust them. I I don't trust them. I wouldn't I wouldn't gamble on them at all. I'd be I'd literally white take a three team teaser against them just to like I what what am I supposed to do? They blew two games where they had massive leads going into like thirty plus minutes. That's true. I, granted, granted, your counter argument is going to be well they had leads in all three of their games going into thirty minutes. They did. But that tells me something when they can't close, when they don't know how to close. And even against Ex- SKT, it was shaky. It ah, wasn't like that's revisionist history. It, that was not shaky. That it, game it was wasn't, never in doubt. It wasn't a hundred percent confident if we're going to do this, 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 and this. It was tentative. It was oh god, you I don't want to throw. Weren't a hundred percent confident. This, this, this. The the gameplay was solid. They were not. They were not losing stupid kills. There were no picks that were happening. Flash Wolves executed that to perfection. They did not yeah. execute the other two games anywhere close to perfection. But the <laughs> SKT game, they closed out. It was brilliant. We were just all on our hinges because we're like, oh, God, they're going to they they gonna gonna blow this? it. How are they going to screw this up for a third time? And and that's the thing. This is the the fun back and forth. And, and I understand, like, emotionally, I'm right there with you. When mm-hmm. I see two failed games like that, you know, I care about the LMS. I like the Flash Wolves as a team. I want to see them successful. I have that bias within me because I really enjoy that roster. I enjoy the organization. (laughs) I enjoy what they do. But when I see two losses like that, it is scary. It does make me say, like, do I want to put my faith in this team? And it's really hard to back up that faith when you have these two games that are so decidedly in hand. It's right there. Just grab it. Just Uh, take it. And they couldn't do it. But the question is, is that a systemic problem or is that an outlier and and malcolm gladwell's written so much about outliers i would love to go on an a, you know a three-hour spiel about outliers and all the different things that it means but that would be boring to everyone involved including probably myself by the end of it uh yeah. but it's just yeah. it's one of those things where you, when you talk about flash wolves this week and you talk about gambling this week you have to make a decision do i think flash wolves are intrinsically bad at closing games or do I think that they had a bad two games that skew the sample size significantly against them? And there's nothing in their LMS play that says that they are bad at closing games. And even when you look internationally, Walter and I did the stats. If you we spent an hour we yesterday spent an going hour over breaking this. down the stats. We went down so many different levels. We went down the rabbit hole. To the point where even Tim Sevenhusen from Oracle's Elixir was probably like, guys, guys, take it easy here. Well, but but I, I actually want to bring up some of them. So this is not the first time they've blown leads like that. This They did it twice at MSI where they had at least 3,000 plus gold leads mm-hmm. going into the 30-minute the mark. They've also had games where they've come back. There was like three or four games where they've come back from leads like that past the 30-minute mark. The one thing, though, that I'm looking at when I look at the, the international games that happen, happen in MSI – about half of their games, they had leads at the 30-minute mark. And about half, about half of them. So at, at the International Wild Card, it was uh, nine, 
No, it, uh, it ended up. It was ten out of seventeen, so a little more. Ten than out that. of seventeen, but so yes. a little, a little more than ten. And I look at here, and I go. To me, that tells me at least one game they're not going to have a lead. Probably two to get us more back to their average. And this is just international play. This isn't looking at the wild card region that they play in because I don't think that is that is appropriate competition. Oh, come on now. You're looking at. Oh, come on now. I'm going to keep saying it until they prove me wrong. I, they Sorry. did last year. That's <laughs> called getting two teams in the top eight. You're not allowed but, to just wipe that tournament but, away. And, oh, I, oh, I don't really and when they went 7-3 at the MSI. Oh, that did that not happen either? When they and were second place lost, in MSI? And then lost 3-1 to one to CLG, and they lost 3-1. to one, uh, Was it 3-0 or 3-1 in the quarterfinals the, last year? The, the quarterfinals last year, they were playing... Um, who did they play in the quarterfinals last year? Now, now you're tripping me up. I don't remember, but they, they, they may have won one game. The, that was, that the was a moral not a of the story team. is, are they a top four team? No. Are they a top eight team? The stats say probably they should be. Um, at the World Championship last year, it was 1-3 to Origin, by the way. 1-3 uh, to Origin. Just for those of you who are curious. But this is a team, you know, they have played extremely well on the world stage before. They have a lot of experience. MSI was mostly positive things. What you have to look at is what kind of teams did they lose to? Uh, they lost to CLG more often than they won. It was a, overall, you would look at that and you'd say they went two and four against CLG in the six games that they played. Uh, CLG was a very, you know, they, they played around, you know, Aphromoo obviously in the bot lane, Smithy being a playmaker. Uh, it was a very nice meta for Darshan. He was making a ton of plays in the top lane, and that really threw this team off because their top lane has never been their strength. When you look at Aime, who's the team we're talking about here, that's not the kind of team we're describing. Uh, you know, Amazing J is not a great top laner. Uh, Avoidless has been aimless, I would say, in a lot of these games so far. I would agree. Uh, Jin Zhao and Rode are a very weak bot lane. I'd say they're the weakest bot lane in this group. Don't worry, this isn't the game I think Flash Wolves is going to lose. Like, oh, I, I, mean, I'm I, I don't want to imagine just, that. <laughs> I want to just, this whole group is defined by this Flash Wolves narrative, for better or for worse, because the other narrative is, is SKT the, the tournament favorites? And I think you and I both decidedly agreed yes when we yes. did our preview. Uh, when we did our preview, when we talked about it last week, the week one recap, like it's not, you know, that story is pretty clear. That story has been told. There's nothing new about that story. This Flash Wolf story, who's going to get the second seed? That's the narrative that we need to talk about. And we need to talk about it from that side of things. We talk about it from the Cloud Nine side of things. But both of them have to play Aimee. And Aimee doesn't look poised to play well against either of these teams. Well, to Cloud, Cloud Nine. Cloud9 needs one win to force a tiebreaker against Flash Wolves. That's like true. I, I just—that's the narrative that's going on. Flash Wolves Flash probably Wolves needs two. They, Flash... they need two wins to get to three and three. Like yeah. that's that's probably what's going to happen. Uh, but for this game, no, I, I don't have Ime um, beating Flash Wolves in, in my mind. I don't think that is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not going to be another forty-five minute long slugfest that Flash Wolves doesn't know how to close out, and Ime just gets to late game them. Uh, I have Flash Wolves at minus one fifty-five. All right, I get this one. I said Flash Wolves minus 180. It's minus 175. So it dropped a whole five points from what it was before. I literally, I just guessed what it was the previous time they played. I, I, didn't, I didn't want to do that. I thought it was going to be a little lower. Which is fair. I mean, look, it, it, you know, the five-point drop is, you know, again, it's a logarithmic scale. So it's more significant in decimals than you might think, uh, given how wide some of the gaps become as it goes on. Logarithms are weird that way. Um mm-hmm. Ime is plus 135 as the underdog. 
I really don't like Aime uh, after what we saw in week one. I certainly don't like Aime after what we're seeing from EDG. I have genuine concerns about these Chinese teams and how they're going to hold up when they have to prepare for a second week of games. We we hear enough behind the yeah. scenes about you know Chinese prep culture. I mean, we'll see how Royal does it to, uh, on Saturday, uh, and by that I mean you guys have already seen how Royal <laughs> did it on Saturday, so you can tell us when you get your time travel machine to when we record this podcast. Uh, Absolutely. But it'll be. Uh, we're going to move on to what's going on right now. Cloud Nine versus SK Telecom. Does Cloud9 have a path to victory here? Because no. we, we learned God's no. complete. Nope. Flash, will, chance. Flash nope. will beat this nope. team. Nope. We can't. Nope. 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 <laughs> nope. Nope. The three-man core of Cloud9, top, mid, and solo, uh, jungle, are not as good talent-wise as Flash Wolves, top, mid, and jungle. There you go. I just gave Flash Wolves a compliment. Congratulations. Medios and it's Medios versus Carsa. That's really where it comes yeah. from. Medios is nowhere near Carsa. I don't think he can put even close to 75% of the pressure that Carsa is able to put on the map. I think SKT is going to go with Bengi. I think Kakoma realizes I got to go with my workhorse. Yeah. I got to go with the guy that's gotten me to a world championship two other times. He has a great synergy with Faker. I still have my Nunu prop bet that's sitting out there that Nunu has to be played at this tournament. Come on, Bengi. Just one game. One game. Play it against Ime for all I care. Play it top lane. Go play top lane and have Duke. Like, this should be a no-brainer for Kakoma and SKT that Bengi is just the right jungler for this team. You try blank. If you want to give him the offseason to try and work on stuff and come back, you know, in the spring split with him, I'm totally okay with that. But there is no reason for you guys to stay with blank at all. Not not here. And either way, I don't think Medios is good enough to punish either of them. That's just not his play style. He's not going to get Zach. He's, his Lee Sin's been mediocre. His Rek'Sai was okay. His Elise is okay. His Olaf was okay. Yeah, like, his, he would need to somehow bring out this amazing Nidalee. And if he had it, I think he would have done it by now. Yeah. It's just not... It, it's certainly not poised for, for success here. And the thing that you have to remember, right? Like, even if you like... Uh, impact over Duke, which some people will argue like that's a lane that Cloud9 can win. It's 50-50. But it, yeah, it's, but it's the 2v2 mm-hmm. is going to be so huge here because Bangi ganks for all of his lanes in a very supportive style. Bangi is very happy to give up resources to get the rest of them going. That's what he does. It's the reason that you make the new new prop bet, right? Which I actually, I wonder if the Reddit post that hit the front page of Nunu is a crappy champion that needs to be reworked. Helped or hurt? Like, I could see Banky taking that very personally and saying, Nunu's crap? Oh, I'll show you. Oh, I'll, don't don't you dare say that about my beloved I, I see this. I say this, but, like, that's not the two champions that he's picked for his skin. No. He's, he's sent an Elise. No, he's so. not. I mean, it's not It's not going to be a thing, but we can dream. Hashtag the dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I think Cloud9 fans, look, you gotta have something to believe in. I don't. I don't blame you for... You know, anyone who tries to, to work in the argument that there's a, a chance here, mm-hmm. I just get the feeling that this is a bad matchup head-to-head because right. Cloud9's biggest strength is Jensen and his ability to carry from the mid lane on things like Syndra. And if you don't think that Faker has a counter to that, even if they let Jensen get a champion that he likes, I, I don't know where you've been for the last three years of League of Legends. Walter, where's the line? I have SKT at minus 450. See, I got this one exactly. 
I said SKT minus 400. It is minus 400. And with that, I regain the lead, however temporarily, in our contest. Oh, see, you say that. Now I feel better. I, look, I feel better I, that you say that. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you right now, I, this is going to be a, a slight spoiler. I'm mad at you about this next line. I'm genuinely really? mad at you. I'm upset. You're mad at me, huh? I'm, I'm upset. Mad, huh? I, I, I feel hurt. I feel betrayed. This line, by the way, it's Cloud9 versus Flash Wolves. What? I think if I was the LMS, I would feel more hurt by you, Chase. I, I think that we need to have a very frank conversation about what, how, like, you just went on this entire rant about how you don't trust Flash Wolves. You don't think they're going to be able to hold up. Cloud9 won the last time these two teams played. And if the argument is that Flash Wolves can't maintain that level then Cloud9 should be able to surpass it, right? What, what am I missing? Why, why do you so, have Flash Wolves favored? So who, who was favored last time they played Chase? Flash Wolves, but they lost. Yep. You're allowed and to I adjust to that. And I, yeah, and I accounted for them losing, and I brought it down. That's what I did. I brought it down in what I thought was an acceptable drop-off that the casinos would have uh, despite the loss and despite the fact that then Cloud9 then went on and, and beat SKT in, in fairly convincing or, fashion. Or, you mean Flash Wolves beat SKT? Or Flash Wolves beat SKT, yes, in, in fairly convincing fashion. I, I think I made the correct adjustments. I mean, you did make the correct adjustments. That's why I'm mad at you. But I just... Well, I, okay, so here's what I'm trying to understand. Is, is it just a North America thing? Because if we were looking at any other group, and we looked at the other groups, right? When, mm-hmm. when G2 lost the way they did, and then CLG was 2-1, and one, yeah. CLG got a huge bump from what we saw in week one. They adjusted mm-hmm. for the fact that North America did really well. Yeah. Um, group D, it's kind of hard to see the adjustments because all of these teams are super close. But TSM still got bumps for the games that they won. Mm-hmm. Cloud9 I- is 2-1. and one. I think though, and their the lines problem, are still not in their favor. I, I think though that the problem is the algorithm is the, the algorithm that Unicorn uses is taking into account that like Flash Wolves should technically be three and zero. I I just feel like somewhere in the mass they calculate gold and they calculate differential and they calculate a bunch of stuff to figure out okay who's supposed to win. And Flash Wolves in a seventy minute game had a lead for a majority of it and took a lot of different objectives and took mm-hmm. a lot of CS and all these things that would then point to like. In a, in a mathematical situation, like, holy crap, like, Flash Wolves has all of this stuff. They had all that stuff against IMA. It would make sense that it would still point to Flash Wolves in a mathematical formula of being favorites here. I just, so, and I understand the math. I, I felt like I adjusted it enough. I, That's, I just felt like there would be enough people, like, I, and maybe this is what happens when I spend most of my league time talking to you. Is I get all the panic, like you, like when we talked on, you know, at, on Twitch, uh, you were panicked when we did our live stream. When I text you during the week, you're giving me all this, like I just, I don't trust. Him. We have to spend an hour breaking don't down the trust advanced them. metrics. I don't trust them, but Unicorn knows there's a thousand but, but people unicorns like, don't bet, trust them. But Unicorn's bets should take that into account. And if people don't trust Flash Wolves, why would the money not be moving to Cloud Nine? Because they're afraid of making. Flash Wolves the underdog and the two losses being aberrations and that the statistics are completely correct and you are 100% that in the two games they lost they led out of 102 uh, they led 102 out of 117 minutes I, that's what they're scared of I I understand that but the betters at, like the line's been out for a few days now right like all of these lines they've had time to adjust if the gamblers believed that Cloud9 was where the smart money went if they thought 
like you that Flash because Wolves... the second Cloud Nine goes favorites, all the money goes on to Flash Wolves. That's what I would do. If Flash Wolves ever became the underdog in this, I'd be gambling on Flash Wolves. Yeah. Well, that's that. That is the the smart money is like, yeah, we don't trust Flash Wolves, but at the same time, if they go underdog against Cloud Nine, it, all the money swings. You have to everyone bet that's on Flash Wolves. That they're a pool one team. They were ahead in all three of those games. It's just, it's amazing. All of the evidence that I've been using to defend them to you is now being used against me, and I hate it. I feel like a bad Taiwanese fan. (laughs) Should we tell them the line so everyone understands why we're we're saying that? I I, I thought they were visible by now. I apologize. No, no, no. I do. I click them when we say it. Oh, I apologize. So I said Flash Wolves minus 125. I said Cloud 9 minus 150. I thought that. Who's right? You. It's Flash Wolves this minus one It's you got it almost exactly. It's Cloud Nine at even odds. In all honesty, I thought you were going to say something like Flash Wolves one minus one thirty three, and it was going to be even. That is that is actually why I went at minus one twenty five. I because I thought you were going to go. I thought you were going to be too high on them, and it was going to be like even odds. No, I I went the opposite direction. I, <laughs> you I thought, did. You I did. Look, it's a Western book. I just thought that they'd have faith in the Western teams. I don't know. We. I'm on route two of 117 minutes. LMS. It's the Flash Wolves. They're all. They're so much better than Cloud Nine. DJ Khaled is looking at me and saying, "Congratulations, you played yourself." <laughs> you yourself. I, that's oh, look, what I did. Tied again. I just mind gamed my, myself out of the right pick. <laughs> I, I I knew to trust Flash Wolves. I, I still like this team. I still have this team getting out of groups i haven't backed out on that even you know because as we've been seeing so far this week junglers make the difference and i think karza is potentially the best jungler in this group or should be if he's playing well when i I, I, I saw that i just had the biggest grin on my face i'm like i convinced chase to abandon his own region it's amazing it made me so happy oh my god (laughs) it's like oh he's gonna be in for a shock I'm just, I'm so, I was, I was literally, I, I, what I, I believe the text I sent to, sent you was, I'm so tilted. That was just the three words as soon as I saw that you did that. I'm like, yep. you have been mind gaming me for this entire week just to get that point. And you know what? Oh, I bow to a skill far defter than my own. You are the point. I, we're, we're the, gonna move the greatest on. skill that someone who debates other people can have is being a devil's advocate because it means you get to see both sides. And if you can argue the the side opposite of your own, it makes your own argument stronger because you know what they're gonna say. I yeah, I, it's a like we've been. Oh God, I can't. I can't. Sound advice. Sound advice for potential presidential candidates preparing <laughs> for a debate later on. Just just so you know, if you know what your opponent is gonna say. It makes your job that much easier because you already know what you're going to respond to. No, with. it clearly means that they got the questions ahead of time because there's no way. <laughs> it's not like we have hundreds of debates that we could look up on camera and figure out what kind of questions would be asked or, you know, watch the news at any time. I That's about as political as this podcast is going to get. We I think I know what the next question is. Uh, how high should this SKT versus IMA line go? I mean, it's not going to be the highest line that we've seen at the tournament no. because we had wildcard teams play against rocks. So, yeah, so that, we had Whoops. some minus 10,000s there. We had minus 10,000 for INTZ versus uh, EDG, yeah. which actually came through for INTZ. And so. IMA is from China, which is a power region, which in theory should be closer to Korea, period. Anyways, you know, they're, they're closer locationally. They're closer in terms, sometimes they play on each other's servers. I'm just, I'm not sure that location affects the line. 
really is what it, oh, it absolutely doesn't i'm just drawing parallels between why china and korea are closer than right. like korea and russia or that's, yeah, china that's and brazil like Look, you know yeah china it's a real region uh Look, this is a real team and you know, you and by underdogs. That, I, I should, yeah, there's they're still real underdogs. I mean, look, you're like Albus Knox Luna is the exception, not the rule. Most underdog stories do not come true, that's why they're called underdog stories. They all came true, they'd be called favorites. No, no one on IMA has Lickert's long hair, so they can't pretend to be Cinderella. Yeah, there's well, oh, you just tilted River, who from esports wikis that I got the name right this time. Who just begged everyone yesterday, please do not call Albus Knox a Cinderella story. Because that implies that there was some magic that got them. They were the 16th ranked team in power rankings across the board. No one expected them to do anything, and they're now in the quarterfinals. It it is a Cinderella story. It was hard work, dedication, and not some fairy godmother turning them into a good team. Absolutely, absolutely correct. Well, that's the story of Cinderella. News media, we still call it a Cinderella story because it was unexpected. Cinderella, look, this is a controversial opinion. Cinderella is a bad movie. (laughs) She does not earn anything that she's given. We're just supposed to feel bad for her because is she was Cinderella in a, a bad movie, or is a Cinderella story a bad movie? Yes. You need. To... <laughs> yes. The answer to that question is yes. For I those know... of you who don't know, a Cinderella story is a movie with Hilary Duff and Chad Michael Murray. I think. I where actually. She's... I have a hard time not liking everything. Like <laughs> she is the epitome of my. Um... <laughs> Of my guilty pleasure. Like, <laughs> anything that Hilary Duff was in. That and Avril Lavigne. There you go. 90s kids remember. Yeah, Avril Lavigne for sure. Um, <laughs> I will admit that I still have the lyrics to the Lizzie McGuire movie theme song memorized to this day. <laughs> that's that's the one where she's like the fake pop star in Italy. Not yeah, absolutely. Story. I this almost is, yeah, confused it too. <laughs> I, I mean, look, it's got an 11% of the tomato meter. <laughs> and I, I could be talking about either movie and you wouldn't know you wouldn't know just from that Hillary Duff's in it she plays somewhat above her station for part of the movie like you know there's a hot guy in it whatever it's like every 90s girls dream fantasy movie yeah it's all good see this is another group we don't want to talk about so we talk about random stuff and instead of Disney it's Hillary Duff where's the line on SKT versus I.J. <laughs> Walter <laughs> I, I have back. <laughs> We're gonna do a Hillary Duff Avril Lavigne podcast another time. No, we won't. <laughs> it's SK, SKT minus seven fifty. Okay, I got this one. I said SKT minus five hundred. It's minus five twenty six. Oh man, I. Uh, well, okay. look now. Now that we have the League of Legends anime trailer, we're allowed to argue who's the best waifu. So we're allowed to have these kinds of conversations now. On League of Legends podcast. That's I'm how out. this works, right? I'm not. I'm done. <laughs> Are you saying you didn't listen to the Japanese version today? It's obviously Jinx. We don't need to have any argument. Let's I mean, move that's, on. Yeah, it absolutely is Jinx. I'm glad. Look, this is why we're podcast partners. We agree on the important things. We might disagree on things like Flash Wolves or, you know, how good the LMS is as a region. Or, a Cinderella or story America. was horrible. Yeah. So was the Lizzie McGuire movie. And Jinx is waifu. Got that, it. That's, look, we or that's... No? The essentials in life. That's really what it comes down to. I'm A versus Cloud9. <laughs> I, this is... I, mean, I can't even be serious anymore. <laughs> I mean, look, is there anything to say about I'm A? Like, this is the thing. I, I, I feel like I've, I've gotten you on my side here. I did not think I'm A was going to be good going into this. 
I don't like rewatching all the IMA games. Did not it, it made me feel harsher on this team, if anything. Like I feel worse about this team than I did. I would agree. Yeah, I I would agree. They they okay. there's nothing they do well. Like if you had to point to like what's IMA's strength? What would IMA do if they were to beat Cloud Nine? What does that look like? Athena. I guess like Athena I just think, I think you have to play through Athena and just have better macro strategy. Um you'd have to make Athena a main carry which they've been very hesitant to make their mid you know to play around their mid lane. They they their 80 carries are not going to be the carry. Yeah. I don't think you can trust Amazing J on something like a Jace, which is what he's want to do. That's what With they've been this, doing is putting him on those yeah, kind of I, things. I I think I think it's Amazing J and Athena. I I think you go with the 3 A's. You need to call Triple A here, guys. I you need to go with the three A's. J- yeah, Jinjiao is Yeah, well, they're clearly broken do down on the road. That's what we know for a fact. So AAA would be very Thank helpful. you for catching that. You're, you're welcome. I'm here for oh. you, buddy. <laughs> I set it up and you just knocked it down like all of China's hopes Bam. and dreams. Oh. Right out of the oh, park. Oh, man. I, but yeah, I, I think they have to play through the mid, top, and jungle. Wait, I think which you is really a problem have to because try and win that. You, okay, so you're expecting Athena now has to outplay Jensen. Nope. Did not happen nope, last time. Not going to happen. You're expecting Amazing Jade outplay Impact. Also, probably not going to happen. I mean, it's, it's not it, likely to it's, happen. It's like 60 40 in Impact's favor. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's in play, but then. It's it's like Jensen is 70% and Athena's 30, and, and then it goes 60 40 for the top lane. And then for Jungle, it is I don't want to watch either of these guys play. Can we just take them off the riff and play 4v4? Right. And then you realize that Sneaky can just kill Jin Chao anytime he wants. Yeah. And that Rhodes' positioning is worse than Smoothies has been at this tournament. Yeah. Neither of which are good signs. So where did yeah. you think the line was, Walter? Uh, again, I, I was very tempered in my adjustments on Cloud9. You were. I had Cloud9 at minus 150. See, this is, this is why you're going to win this point. I went the exact opposite direction with Cloud9. I thought that people were going to give them a boost <sighs> because they went 2-1. I, I, I said minus 240. Cloud nine minus one thirty. That's some good cloud nine odds. Some great cloud nine. Some great cloud nine. That's like great cloud nine odds and no odds on Ime. That's terrible odds for Ime. Yeah, Ime. Really, if you were hoping for some underdog, but I just want to point out the line the first time they played was cloud nine minus one twenty five. Yeah. And so after winning that game and Ime looking as poor as they did over the course of the week, the line Mm -hmm. shifted a whole five points. Yeah. I would say that that is a harsh either underreaction to Aimee's week or a, a really harsh underreaction to what Cloud9 did. I mean, I, I mean, again, I think it's the algorithm that they were behind so much in the Flash Wolves game and they got trounced by SKT sure. that the algorithm just isn't very kind to them right now. But, but that, that's, that's, that's what I think. That's, that's why, why the gamblers the are supposed to be the fix. Like, that's supposed to be like the, the line goes out. And if the gambler's like, minus 130 seems like amazing odds for Cloud9. I'll, I'll, I'll put it to you, though, though. Do you really want to bet on this game? Like, are you 100%? Like, I'm we say that's close. great odds for Cloud9. I'm pretty close. Like, I, I would bet minus 130, I'd bet on Cloud9. I, I mean, I would too, but are there enough people out there that would really bet on Cloud9 to pull it that much higher? In a I, don't, I think this is a stay-away game. I think this is a stay-away game for most people. Uh. I, I think this is a stay away, and it's not North American. It's it's I mean, Western. Look, it's Western. F- Flash Wolves versus Cloud Nine is a stay away game. That's a game I don't want to touch with a ten foot pole. 
I, you know, that's that's the definition of a stay away game to me. The fact that Flash Wolves are as favored over Cloud9 as Cloud9 is over Aime, that's I, weird I, to me. I feel like, though, this could be a trap game, and, and Cloud9 would ha- have a ton of pressure on him and could just fall flat. Wouldn't it like, be? That's, that's a chance here. That would be such a terrible way for Cloud9 to fall out of this group, is if they somehow, you know, Flash Wolves, you know, gets the win over them, uh... And, and then they lose to, to, you know, they have to, it's a must win against Aimei. Or even if they beat Flash Wolves, lose to Aimei, and Flash Wolves get two more wins. Also, no, they're going to get the tiebreaker. Yeah. So it, it's a tr- it looks like a trap game, but there are very few situations. Either they've already lost to Flash Wolves, mm-hmm. in which case the Aimei game is not likely to matter, unless you think Flash Wolves are going to beat SKT a second time, which is what we're about to talk about last year. Right. Or it doesn't matter because they've already been Flash Wolves and there's no way they can really blow it by that point because they hold the tiebreaker. So it doesn't so it, the game doesn't matter and it would be a perfect time for I made a win just like it didn't matter for Albus Knox Luna and G2 got a win. Well, except like, it did matter for Albus Knox Luna. I'm still I'm still disappointed didn't. in their draft. It, it didn't. They qualified they would have the had quarters, the one they would have had the one seed. Yep, I totally agree. That, that means saying. avoiding SKT EDG, EDG, EDG well, potentially, or or yeah. H2K at this rate. I don't know. It could be H2K, and then, uh, hey, man, I'd play against H2K if I was Elvis Knox. Like, that yeah. seems like a perfect matchup. What a weird, this is a weird world. Yeah, and you're saying Cloud9, nothing would be worse than not getting in because you lose to Aimei. I'm pretty sure CLG losing to a wild card team after beating Rocks oh, is probably worse. They, they you know, look, they have yeah. It happened twice, so it's just it's CLG's kryptonite. I, I don't know, man. Speaking we're, of twice, we're gonna talk about um, we're gonna talk about all those teams in our, our stream. But to, 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 we got to finish this up. Flash Wolves SKT. Nice. Can Flash Wolves Flash Wolves over the course of the year now have a three and record over SKT? If you take it back to last year at Worlds, it's five and over Korean teams. They are the Korea killers. And have been for a year now. Walter, is there just? I, I mean, I mean, the the answer that people are are really, I mean, what they're really looking to find out is, is there something inherent about SKT that makes it so that they are uh, personally weak to Flash Wolves, or is there something about the way Flash Wolves is built that counters this Korean system? And and we do see in Korea more than even most other regions, there is a homogenized system in place of how they like to play the game. I, so which which direction do you see it coming from? I will say in all five of those games, a weaker jungler has played against Karsa. Yeah. Bengi is not a strong jungler. No. I'm not saying that he's stronger than Wisdom or Hojin or whoever was starting for Peanut during Worlds last year. I'm not saying he's a stronger mechanical player than Blank. Mm-hmm. But I think he is a stronger jungler and he has stronger synergy with Faker which is really important because Maple is one of the few people on the planet that I think can match up against Faker 1v1. Mm-hmm. So when you have an advantage like Karsa that's coming in and can, he can outplay someone like Blank because they don't quite have the right synergy. Because Karsa and, and Maple's synergy is fantastic. Yeah, They are really in sync. They're constantly backing each other up when they're making aggressive plays. It's, it's really synergistic. Yes, Faker does not have that with Blank. No. Faker does have that with Bengi. And Bengi has Bengi is that guy that when they joined the team together, the story is they both were the same type of guy, and Faker was struggling, and Bengi's heart wept for his friend, and he changed everything about his play style to become Faker's Pippin. 
See, you're not allowed to say the sense wept for his friend like that, like, and then say that you're above this whole anime Star Guardians thing we've been having come out. Like that, that fits in so well no, to the anime plot line that I have I'm no going idea to build. When no, that's just like that's just rights. like a ste- that's that's like a stereotypical like Captain America theme with him and and Winter Soldier. Like which, which scene so was the one where he said my heart wept for him? Which superhero? From I don't know. How about the one where he's like, he was he's my friend, and Tony Stark is like, you were my friend too. So, tell me that's not my heart weeps <laughs> for you status. This is like a buddy cop movie. It's like literally anything else outside of anime is included in this of okay. best friends being like, I need to sacrifice something for my best friend. I, I Maybe I'm being a little harsh Jeez. on your wordage. I, I, I maybe jumped a little bit too much. I, but anything would be like a, a rom, like a romantic comedy or something. Look, like they're, they're two-time world the champions. Like it's, it's, they have yeah. that kind of passion for each other. We're, we're in the, we're in the trilogy really. I mean, well, actually, if you're looking at a movie series, right? It's it's the first movie was amazing. Uh, second movie kind of rehashed a lot of the same things. Didn't do very well. Uh, third movie was revitalized, added in a new side character or two. Really got the thing, the the franchise back on track. And now we're in movie four. That's that's where we are with SKT. I'm trying to think what like where could I go with a comparison because the fourth movie in trilogy in like multiple okay, series we're, like we're, this like the, so the, so we're talking it's either Phantom Menace or uh, it's the first Hobbit it's an unexpected journey and both of those are pretty I mean you could have jumped to Goblet of Fire which Goblet is also, of Fire I mean that's mediocre. also a mediocre movie yeah what's the fourth Star Trek movie that they all are mediocre after Wrath of Khan. Like yeah, the fourth one's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Like no. it does feel like this is a, a tournament at which an okay team is going to win. I don't like none of these teams. The fact that no one went three and zero last week, on the one hand, it makes for a lot of fun for you know people it's who awesome. just enjoy the tournament. It it is so yeah. exciting, and and you know you'll get people like Thorin who are complaining. It's like oh man, you know best best of ones. Stu- you know time out. Stupid. Thorin also thinks that Hui like is a decent mid laner and deserves a very long mid table career in the uh, LCS. So I'm gonna take his his thoughts with a grain of salt on he that. Just, he has this theory that like if we played more tournaments like Counter Strike, you wouldn't see all these upsets. And he says the way the will, word yeah. upsets. The same way we would say, like, cockroach. Like, he's just something that he doesn't want. He is a person who wants to see the best team win every yep. game, every time. I agree. That's I how agree. he's wired. Yep. And I if do. you're wired yep. that way, this world has been a little bit disappointing because that's not been what's happened. However, if you're wired the way we are, you want to have fun? You want to just see the most exciting games? This has been the worlds for you. And this is a game where Flash Wolves could do it again. It, it's it's one of those things. It they seems play. beyond it seems beyond comprehension that a team as good as SK Telecom could lose to the same team twice. But as you said, Maple and Carza are really synergistic. And as good as Bengi is playing with Faker, he also have, makes has to make sure that Duke is doing well in his lane. You know, NL. Everyone thought that NL was going to be this player that really hurt them. But not only has NL played decently enough, Sword Art has looked amazing. Like Sword Art yeah, has looked absolutely fan- incredible. Fantastic. If he like he's they've had, four, they've had four fantastic players and one like all right player. Yeah, you can't um, and and that's kind of alternated between NL and MMD personally. Yeah. I, I I I just you know if you're SKT like usually you just put Wolf on Alistar, but 
you're on red side this time. I think you have to ban Alistar. I, I don't think you can let Sword Art play it. I'd almost, I'd almost uh, set it up and let Nidalee through and say Alistar in Italy. I mean, I, I think that Flash Wolves is okay. I think Karza is happy. Especially if Becky's on the other side, you're like, okay, I'll, I'll take Alistar yeah. here. Are you going to uh, play Nidalee the, against the, me? The, then... the Nidalee ban against Bengi was the worst <laughs> ban of last week because Bengi has played zero professional games. You can't I, ban I have that. What if, I have what if Flash Wolves wins this game and the very first team to draw their, their quarterfinal seed is Rocks Tigers and they reach in and the lights just all burst in the arena. Mm-hmm. It's like bring out emergency power. And Smeb sticks his hand in, and he just pulls the head of Easy Hoon out, and it's like, oh, I guess we're against SKT. Huh. <laughs> huh. Well, that's that would, foreboding, wouldn't you say? That would that. I mean, I think any head being pulled out. First of all, how did that head get in there? Second of all, I thought Easy Hoon was making Skrilla in China. Ha- I didn't realize. Halloween that... Town Magic, man. Halloween Town Magic. Sh- should we Marty send just some? Uh, past, so. Should we send some bodyguards over to Easy Hoon just to make sure he's okay? <laughs> Like, I, I just want to make sure that I'm just worried. Just see Reggie in his robe, like, Palpatine-style at the back, like, good, good, <laughs> yes. That'd be the most disappointing timeline, though, if, if, if Flash Wolves knock SKT into, like, the second seed and SKT and Rocks play each other in the quarterfinals. I mean, That'd be that, really... that would suck. And I say that as a Flash Wolves fan. I don't, I don't think that... Flash Wolves going 3-0, and I think, is overzealous. I think it's hard to imagine them playing as well as they did. All yep. three games, especially now that people have some film of them, I expect them to go two and one. The key is going to be which one of those they lose, because if they drop it to Cloud Nine, then two and one is not enough. If they yeah. drop it to SKT or IMA, they get the play-in game, and I feel a lot better about that. But it, that's <laughs> I mean, but that leads us to the final question, Walter. With us tied at twenty-seven right now, who's going to have the lead going to the quarterfinals? Where'd you put the line? SKT minus 450. I said SKT minus 500. It is SKT minus 303. Yeah, baby! So, so this, is, this is where I get mad at the casinos. Okay, so walk me through this logic. We are not going to overreact to Flash Wolves losing to Cloud9 right. because the, the numbers say that they're going to be just fine. Right. We're not going to overreact to Cloud9 beating Aime because the numbers say that Cloud9 probably is going to you know, be some amazing badass team just based off of this one game. Yep. But we are going to move the line 200 points! 200 points from the last time these two teams played based on one game. Really? Really? That, that's what it takes? Like, wh- how is this line... Like, I would have understood if it was minus 400 and I lost by 50 points. How is it at minus 303? Well, you see, Chase, because Flash Wolves should be 3-0. and okay. And they beat SKT. I, if that was true, <laughs> if, if that's the theory, then Flash Wolves should be favored, right? Is that is that the logical conclusion? Like, come on. I mean, I, they can't I, go that far. I, they still lost this. two games. Come on. I, I hate this line. I, I hate it so much. Mostly because I can't get any... A Flash Wolves plus 220 is not the value I wanted. It's not the value you wanted, but it's still good value for a team that's gone three and zero against SKT in its last two tournaments. Well, it was Rocks Tigers that they beat. Well, oh no, th- well, yeah, three and zero against MSI, SKT. MSI, yeah. and yeah, it, so I, that's still great odds. Like the fact that 
they're favorites at, or that they're underdogs at all against a team that they've gone three and zero against is like unheard of. It's I, ridiculous. And if they went three and zero, they would probably be favorites in this game. I just want but to point out that you're acting like this line makes sense when you were 150 points off. Like you weren't any closer to getting this right. Again, again. Here's the thing, though. So I knew you were going to go high at SKT. I knew you were still going to go high. I thought you were going to be like 470. I thought you were going to say 475 or 450. I didn't realize you're going to go to 500. That's just it. So this I'm is just expanding. You have this one point lead right now. You stopped playing the casino. You started playing me. I played both. I played you in this group because yeah. I knew you had. I knew you were going to react one way or another to Flash Wolves, and I spent the entire last week convincing you to overreact and feel like Flash Wolves were going to be uh, be underfavored. So. I, I I hate <laughs> I, I hate everything about this podcast, except for the fact that even with all of those negative things happening, I still managed to go even with you on the day, which means the lead does not extend. That's all I needed to do is keep it within one. We've yeah. got four quarterfinals, two semifinals, and one final series. So there are seven more points up for grabs. It's going to be a very close, uh, a very close challenge. We need, we need to we need to put something in. We need to put the the win loss record of the finals in for a tiebreaker because that would really be awful if we tied. Yeah, well, we'll figure that out. Um, something out. I, I will say, and, we, and we're going to figure out when we're going to do the recap stream this week. Um, I want to do it on Monday, Tuesday, probably at the latest. Uh, the key is doing it earlier in the day. So if you guys have thoughts like, when would you like to see us live stream? This would be a perfect chance to contact us on our many different social media accounts. Uh, you can contact me personally, at RedshirtKing, if you have any thoughts on anything I've said. Uh, Walter, where can the nice people at home find you? You guys can find me at C80s underscore LOL. And in the spirit of Chase giving out our email from yesterday, you guys can also find me at my new email, secretlmsfan122 at hotmail.com. Uh. I thought you were going to go, go AOL or yeah, either way. Um, I, I love it. I, I, you know what? I send. I know you're reverse jinxing the Flash Wolves, but I'm going to take it anyway. Just let it all come in. Uh, uh, you, uh. you can be the positive. I'll be the negative, and together, we'll see what happens. This this whole world has been so impossible <laughs> to predict. Uh, you can also, of course, follow the podcast at Rough Drafts Pod. Uh, that's where we do all our live tweeting, which hopefully you guys have been enjoying. Um, that's where you're going to get all of the official news of the pod right away. Uh, so definitely make sure you stay tuned there. Uh, you should also follow us uh, on all of our, our you know, youtube.com slash, uh, if you look up the Rough Drafts podcast on there, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's where all the VODs are. If you like seeing our pretty little faces when we do these kinds of things and make Hillary Duff references. Uh, of course, you can also... Just if you like the audio version only, soundcloud.com slash esports rough drafts, iTunes if you search rough drafts under the podcast section. All of those subscriptions mean a lot, uh, and it really does help all of the algorithms out uh, and help get more people notice this podcast. So if you enjoy it and you want more people to know about it, that's a very easy thing you can do. It's just one click. And uh, I do try to read all the comments that you guys make, and it means a lot when uh, you guys take the time. So thank you Absolutely. guys so much for listening. Please do let us know. What, what you would prefer as far as timing goes for the stream, we're going to try to accommodate more people this time around, give you guys that notice. We will let you know via social media, probably Twitter. So if you don't have yep. a Twitter account, uh, you know, set an alert to our twitch.tv slash podcast, right? That's correct. You could just follow us there, and they'll know when we go live yeah, that way. Exactly. They'll send you a nice little email. Look, look, at, all these, look at all these wonderful... We're, we're so 
so social media savvy, Walter. Isn't that Technology, great? man. Technology. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing. You know what else is a wonderful thing? We get to end this podcast and go watch Talkers play Aurelian Soul against H2K. You know what's even better? What? I have a one-point lead on you. Goodbye, Internet. <laughs>